the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by North Valley Church of Christ. There's a message true and glad for the sinful and the sad. Ring it out. Ring it out. Ring it out. Ring it out. It will give them courage new. It will help them to be true. Ring it out. Ring it out. Ring it out. Ring out. Good afternoon, folks, and welcome back to another episode of Redeeming the Time. I'm your host, Chris Macy. And I am the minister here with the North Valley Church of Christ. We are so glad you could be here with us, maybe on the radio, maybe you're listening to me on the podcast. But um, if you want to hear more of this program, not just once a week on Tuesday when I record this, you can go to our website. If you go to nvcoc.net, and then uh, when it it first comes up, you'll see a picture of our building right there off of Dynamite Road. Scroll down, there's the live stream we have. You, you may notice the the um, sign is pretty pretty old in there. Uh, but anyway, keep scrolling down, and there you'll see the house to house heart-to-heart picture, and the next to that, a radio mic with Redeeming the Time podcast. When you click on that, it will take you to the Redeeming the Time uh, archives. You have all the programs I've ever done for Redeeming the Time right there. It's pretty nice, very convenient. We encourage you to go over there, take a look at that, and you can grab all the older uh, programs for Redeeming the Time. Okay, I have several topics I want to cover cover today, and I want to start with Copper Basin Bible Camp. I, I know I talk about this a lot, but things are, are coming together pretty quickly, and I want to uh, discuss with you our our theme, Exhibit A. Exhibit A. Alex Bigum, uh, he's the director for the Combo Week, he came up with this this theme, I really like it, and he wrote this about what we mean by Exhibit A. He says, we are the best evidence for Christ, his love, his mercy, his grace, his righteousness, the way we speak Act, interact with others is the best representation of authentic Christianity. I am Exhibit A. In a court of law, an attorney presents evidence to prove a case, often in the form of exhibits. These exhibits may be pictures, affidavits, eyewitness accounts, video, or some other evidence to prove a case. The way we live our lives can be the best evidence of our Christianity and can have an extremely positive influence on those around us. Conversely, those who claim to be Christian but fail to lead their lives as an authentic Christian example can have a negative influence on the opinion of those around us concerning Christ. I am Exhibit A. And so that is going to be our theme for Copper Basin Bible Camp, and so I encourage you uh, to if you know you got summer coming up, starting on June the seventh. That's going to be the first camp, June seventh. That's a Wednesday, and it goes to the ninth, Friday. This is called Cub Camp, 
Cub Camp is fantastic. This is going to be directed by Ryan Bittekoffer. And at Cub Camp, if you have someone who's in kindergarten, first, second, or third grade, uh, going, going into third grade, then they can go to Cub Camp, especially if they've never been. This is perfect for them because it's to help introduce them to camp. It's not a whole week. It starts Wednesday around noon, 1 o'clock, maybe later in the afternoon. It starts Wednesday uh, afternoon-ish, and it ends on Friday around 11, 12 that afternoon. You can, and here's the kicker on this one. You bring your kids up to camp, and either a parent or a guardian that the parent picks you know, to, to, uh, for their kid needs to be there on the premises of camp. And the reason why is you know, this is a whole new experience for a lot of these kids. They, they haven't spent maybe a lot of time away from mom and dad, and they're up here at this camp. They're going to be in a barrack-style you know, sleeping arrangements at, at the cabins. So just in case you know the kid has a bit of a meltdown, mommy or daddy's there or, or someone they know uh, and loves there to, to help help them. But so And so you know, for the years I've been doing this, and I haven't been doing it for like 20 years, but... For the, the last six, seven years I've done this, I have not seen one kid need mommy or daddy. Every single one of them has done just fine. No problems at all. Uh, depending on the director, a lot most some directors don't want mom and dad to be visible or seen during cup camp. Uh, I think Ryan doesn't uh, mind it too much. Uh, uh, I know when I'm up there with my kids, I'm, I'm there. I'm actually involved. I go to the singings. I, I watch the events. I take pictures and videos. I love it. I have a great time, and I try to help out where I can. So you could do that also. So there's Cup Camp. After Cup Camp, June the 11th, that's a Sunday, till the 16th Friday, is going to be high school camp. This is going to be directed by David Brown and Josh Austin, two great men. They're going to do a phenomenal job. So June 11th, Sunday, it starts... That afternoon, so you go to morning worship. After services are done, go change your clothes, pack up the vehicle, and drive them up to camp. Remember, this is at uh, in just 10 minutes outside of Prescott uh, there here in Arizona. Just 10 minutes outside of Prescott, Copper Basin Bible Camp. You can find directions on our website. I'll give you that here in a moment. And so it starts there. Registration ends usually around, but pretty much get them there sometime on Sunday. Uh, and then we'll we'll get things started. Once you drop them off, you you make sure you have your waiver signed. You you sign them over. Give their their stuff to the counselors who take their stuff up to the the cabins, and then they stay there until Friday afternoon. And they have a great time. They're going to be so wore out. They'll sleep for a week, and that's true of every camp, especially fourth through sixth grade. We know those kids have a lot of uh, energy, and we'll get to that in a moment. So you got the high school camp, and in camp. Uh, let me grab this paper. Oh, okay, here it is. So, in camp, so you're, we're going to have archery. There's zip line. There's canoeing. Of course, skit night. Everyone loves the skit night. There's for high school week and combo week. We have a thing called the anointing. Um, if you know any of the kids who have been to camp and and uh, in high school or combo week, ask them about that. They the kids love the anointing. Of course, we're basketball, volleyball. We have a thing called the Human Battleship. Uh, not every camp does it, but directors do it. But it's fun. It's where we put up this huge tarp on the, usually on the basketball court, and the kids sit down like in bat, you know, the, the game Battleship. And they, there's water balloons, and you're tossing water balloons trying to get other people out. <laughs> it's a it's a lot of fun. And there's so much more. It is awesome. 
fantastic car, you know, hiking and the trading post, the Bible study. That's where we're, we're going to really focus in on exhibit A. Now that theme carries on through everything. So you do that all throughout high school week. The next week, June 18th to the 23rd, junior high week. And then June 25th to the 30th, fourth through sixth grade camp. And then July 2nd to the 7th is combo week. Combo week is a People who are high school age and junior high age can come to the combo week. That's one of our, or not, not is, that is the most popular week. Uh, typically, we sell out on that one, try to get uh, registered for that as soon as possible. And, of course, we could always use help. If you're a member of the Church of Christ, you can sign up for staff. And where you do that at is at, here, let me get my website up real quick. Where is it at? There it is. Okay, go to cbbc.life, cbbc.life, and this will take you to our website. Right there on the very front, you'll see summer camp registration if you want to attend the camp. Below that, staff registration. If you want to be a counselor or you want to work at the kitchen or if you're a, med- a, a nurse and you can help us out with medical aid, we, I think we have a, yeah, we got one, three weeks High school, fourth through sixth, and junior high, we need a nurse for those weeks. And you can learn a lot more about Copper Basin Bible Camp right there on our website. There is so much that we do every year with this camp, and we highly encourage you to, to be there and be part of it. Okay, that's my spill. I'm going to not do this every week, but I'm, I'm going to remind you about camp every week. And you may be, you know what, I, I, I forgot. You may be thinking, Chris, I can't afford it. Uh, camp is it costs too much money, and you know, I don't have six hundred, one thousand dollars to send my, one kid to a whole week of camp where you lodge them, we feed them, we uh, uh, engage with them. That's a lot of money. Well, you know, most camps, I think the cheapest I've seen is like four hundred dollars per kid per week. We are now nowhere near that price. One kid, one week, a hundred and ninety-five dollars per kid. For uh, the high school, junior high, fourth or sixth, and combo week. Cub camp, $95 per kid. Come on, you can do it. You can do it. You got now till till June to, to um, raise up those funds and get the kid signed up and registered. Uh, if you need help with that, you know, contact us. We'll, we'll work with you. We'll see what we can do. And uh, just keep that in mind. All right. Next thing I want to talk about. Uh, we were gonna, we're going to talk about the news. I have been avoiding the news topic because it's just oh so depressing. And uh, this program was all centered around the news and the Christian, how we respond, and it it got to be uh, very depressing. Not depressing. It's just repetitive. Always the same thing. So what? Let's talk. Go back and talk about that. Um, years ago, about I think about eight years maybe, uh, when I first started the program myself and Alex Bigelum sat down. We talked about homosexuality, and other things that are, are infecting in society. And we discussed that, you know, when, when you allow something like that lifestyle to become normalized and fully accepted all around, it leads to other things. And we didn't get, we didn't get pushback on the radio program, but, you know, I, I talked to a lot of people who were okay with it. They thought, no, Chris, that's silly. That will never happen. Well, that was just eight years ago. And now look at us today. So our society has you know, fully embraced the idea. If you want to be a homosexual, you can be a homosexual. That's, that's, when I say fully embraced, I mean they have 
uh, accepted it as uh, that's a choice that anyone should be able to make. Uh, maybe that's the wrong way to put that. I'm, let me preface this with I'm a firm believer you can do whatever you want to do. Just, you know, if it's got something to do with that behavior, keep it in your bedroom. Do not, I am not for pressing it into my face and forcing me to tell you it's okay. If you want to do that, that's fine. But I will never tell you that's an okay thing to do. That's what I don't like. No one should be forced to tell someone that their course of action in this life is okay. And so what has this turned into? Now we're being told that we have to accept people who are transgender. And not just transgender, whatever they want to decide they are. They've got a billion different genders now. You can choose whatever you want. Now we have to accept uh, an eight-year-old deciding it's okay to become a transgender. And if they want that, you have, have a parent have no choice but to allow that kid to do whatever they want. That is ridiculous. Ridiculous. Uh, I, I have this book I got for my kids. It's by Matt Walsh. Maybe you've heard of him. And I don't have the book in front of me. I can't remember the title of it, but uh, my kids love it. They think it's funny. It's about this boy who uh, comes down for breakfast one morning to his mom, and he's pretending he's a walrus. He, you know, he's, being, he's being funny. He's being creative and imaginative in his mind. And she takes pictures, posts it on uh, social media, and in the uh, book, it Everyone on social media tells, tells her, this is not a, a game. You need to accept this and help him transition. She, she gets nervous. She takes him to the doctor, and the doctor says, oh, yeah, if he's, here's what he needs to do. He needs to put on this makeup. He needs to eat worms. He needs to do all this stuff uh, to be a walrus. And so she tries to allow her son to be a walrus, takes him to the, uh, the zoo so he can see this. And this zookeeper there, or, or attendant, sees that and says, he's not an actual walrus, and begins to talk to the mom about, he's just being creative. You know, you need to let him bitch just be a boy. And I'm just kind of skimming through the book, but it's a great book, and it has a good point that just because a kid pretends something doesn't mean it's so. Just like my kids. Now, they pro- they're young, but I'm sure they wouldn't enjoy me saying it, but uh, uh, one of them says he wants to marry his sister. Yeah, I want to. Why can't I marry my sister, Dad? Well, I explained to him why he can't. But because he thinks, he, because he wants to, should I allow that? Uh, there's a lot of people out there that would say yes. That's stupid. It's plain dumb. The Bible makes it very clear that you are not to do that. You're not to do that. And we are. Hmm, I mean, it's just homosexuality is condemned. The people are not condemned. The practice is condemned. From a logical standpoint, it is. From a biblical standpoint, it is. Some people try to skirt over this. I I, I get sent videos now all the time of these so-called priests and preachers and pastors giving lectures uh, to people that the homosexual life is loved by God, and that that whole movement is all about love. I'm grabbing my Bible here. So when I open up my Bible, and I turn to the typical passage in Romans chapter 1, it's condemned. Let's see. Uh, Verse 26, Romans 1. 
For this reason, God gave them over to degrading passions, for their women exchanged the natural function for that which is unnatural. And in the same way, also the men abandoned the natural function of the woman and burned in their desire toward one another. That means sexual desire. Men with men committing indecent acts and receiving in their own persons the due penalty of their error. Of their error. They're because they're wrong. Not only that, we turn over to 1 Corinthians chapter 6. Here, Paul is talking about what the Corinthians used to be. For he says do, in verse 9, chapter 6, Do not be deceived, neither fornicators, that's having sex outside the marriage, because that's wrong, by the way, neither fornicators, uh, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, that's having sex with someone who's not your spouse, if you are married. That's a sin, by the way. Adulterers, nor effeminate. That is, effeminate is a person who uh, is a guy, but he acts feminine. Yeah, that's that's not good. Don't do it. He, try, he makes himself look like a woman. So you, you could throw that in there as a transgender. Nor homosexuals. That's somebody uh, having sex with the same sex. Nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. If you practice this, these lifestyles, if this is what you practice, you will go to hell. Now, I am not condemning you, me. I am not going after you. What I want to do is... I want you to have the truth. I want you to know what the Word of God says. Now, I can't, if you decide that, you know what, Chris, I'm not going to listen to you, I'm not going to listen to the Bible, okay, that's fine. I'm not going to, I am not one to go out there and say, there should be a law passed stating that uh, you cannot practice it. If you want to practice that, you can. But I am all, I am for laws protect, protecting children where you have these adults saying it's okay for children to watch a drag show, it's okay to let children change their gender, it is not okay. They're children. They don't know any better. That's stupid. And yeah, maybe you don't like me using that word, but that's in the Bible, by the way. But it is what it is. You see these memes now all the time online. Um, I like this one where you have this woman, she takes her child to the doctor, and the, uh, the child wants to have his finger cut off. And the doctor says, oh, that's not good. Mentally, that's not good. Why do you want your finger cut off? I, I want to refer you to a psychological doctor and make sure everything's okay up there because why would you want to have your perfectly okay finger cut off? And then the next scene brings her child in. He would like to have his penis cut off. Oh, how brave of you, the doctor says. How ignorant is that? That is not a good thing. And a child should never make that choice, ever. Just like my kids, they, they ask about doing things all the time that they cannot do. They, they want to, um, oh, well, I don't, I don't have a, 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 I don't want to get into that right now, but there's things, and people with kids know, there's things kids want to do they should not do. And so parents are there to guide and direct them. You cannot let kids do whatever they want to do. If I did, my kids would be eating candy 
all day, every day. My kids would never do their homework or study. They would be on video games 24-7. And they would grow up to be dumb, ignorant children, uh, adults who couldn't get anything done and end up on drugs and dying. I'm not going to let that happen. I am going to train them to be self-disciplined, to have self-control, to logically think and reason. We're, we're going to be looking at the book of Proverbs on Wednesday night here in a few weeks, talking about what is wise and what is foolish. And we learn these things from the Word of God. I want to, to start uh, closing things out. Not close, we've got about six more minutes. But I want to talk about something more positive. I want to talk about things something more positive. I, I knew that I was going to get into all this other stuff, so I had this on the side for this moment. So here, here's the, the message I want to leave with you today. Psalm 103, verses 11 to 14. David writes, For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his loving kindness toward those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. Just as a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. For he himself knows our frame. He is mindful that we are but dust. So in this brief passage, David is declaring his confidence in some, <clears throat> in some of the sure things in life. Some people go through life with a pretty cynical attitude. They believe that there is no such thing as a sure thing or the only sure things are you know, death and taxes. But David, despite his difficult life filled with trials, was able to rejoice in some of the things that were certain in life, things that he and we could count on. And, and we were looking at some things here in the beginning of this program, just negative, negative. You watch the news, negative Open up your Bible. If you are looking for some truth, if you want to find stability, open your Bibles. Read the Word of God and you'll find it. Because as verse 11 shows, God is faithful in His love toward us. That that Hebrew word that is translated there as loving kindness is the kind of love that keeps on loving even when the object of that love is unkind or unfaithful. For example, the love that parents have for their children. One problem that we Christians often experience is that when we are good and when we are faithful, we feel confident in God's love and kindness. But when we fail or when we feel spiritually dry or weak, we're afraid that God does not love us anymore. Sometimes we think that when bad things happen to us, it is because God is punishing us for not being good enough. But David says... That God's love is as high as the heavens are above the earth. That's terminology in the Hebrew that means without limit. This is how faithful God is in his love towards you and me. It is not just that he loves us. It is that his ability to love us, while we are weak and imperfect, it's without limit. And we can count on that love every day, every second, no matter what. It is a sure thing. Another sure thing found there in verse 12. God has removed all our sins. Peter said in Acts 2.38, Repent and be baptized, 
in the name of Jesus for the forgiveness of sins. One of the strategies of Satan is to make us feel guilty about our sins we have committed in the past or the sins we are sincerely struggling with now. Revelation 12.10 says that he accuses us day and night before God. The attacks work something you know, like this. He accuses others of sins or offenses to destroy fellowship or the work. He accuses us violently about our past so as to make us doubt that God has really forgiven us. He accuses us of not trying hard enough against sin so as to discourage us and whatnot. But David reminds us that when God removes our sins, they are as far from us as east is from west. And you know how far that is? Infinite. It's gone, never to be come back. We can be sure that God will not charge us with sin. All we have to do is try. Don't practice sin. That's, that's bad. We put that away. We practice righteousness. Now, we're not perfect. We commit sins. But as long as we keep repenting and turning back to the Lord, God will remove those sins as far as east is from west. And then finally, we can be sure that God understands us. David says this in a wonderful way, for he himself knows our frame. He is mindful that we are but dust. Not only does God understand us, he is compassionate for us. He feels for us like a father does for his child. Maybe we doubt that God knows what it's really like to be us, why we would, uh, why uh, we do what we do. But David reminds us that God is not only our creator, he is our father, and that includes understanding uh, and understand with feelings and love. We can be sure that when no one understands us, including ourselves, God not only understands, he really cares. He sent his own son to live life here for us, just like we do, but he did it without sin. He knows us. Not too many things can be counted upon in this life. There are a lot of disappointments, and despite the uncertainty that we experience, however, God reassures us that we can always count on him. As I've already said, count on him to keep on loving us even when we do not like ourselves. Count on him to forget our sins even when we cannot. Count on God to understand what is really going on with us even when we are completely confused. Do you have this kind of confidence in God? You should if you are a faithful Christian. But if you lack this confidence, I encourage you to receive for yourself the sure thing that is available in this world, Jesus Christ. You need to come visit with me here at the North Valley Church of Christ. Have a Bible study. We'll talk about it. And if you're ready, I will put you in that water and raise you up in a new man. That God will do that in the watery grave. Think about that this week. Redeem the time while the time is still ours. Ring it out. Ring it out. Ring it out. This program was sponsored by North Valley Church of Christ. To hear this program again, go to FamilyValuesRadio1010.com and click on the podcast page and find this program and many others right there on FamilyValuesRadio1010.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.